Welcome to Loving God and Making Money. I am Julaine Smith. And I am Kyla Alvarez. Yes, and this is our podcast. And we are so excited to have you join us on yet another episode where we are here to light the fire under your ambition. Mm -hmm. So you can go into that workplace, make more, save more, and give more than you ever dreamed possible, all to the glory of God. Did you realize that when we prosper, we actually reveal God's glory? Yep, Mm -hmm. we do. It's a uh, indicator of the presence of the most high God. So Kyla and I are so excited to have you with us again as we continue in this series that we've started a couple of episodes ago. Um, And it's entitled Workplace. Workplace. What is it? The Sea of Despair. Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) Lord have mercy. How many of you out there are working in a situation where you feel like it is a sea of despair? Mm -hmm. Well, hmm, we're here for good news today, folks. We are not here to keep you in that place. We're here actually to give you some keys that will liberate you uh, and position you to be fulfilled by the work that you do. And so, Kyla, just in terms of recap, do you want to give our listeners a little bit of a, uh, a review of where we've been. And then I think today we're going to talk about something really, really exciting. Yeah. So in the last few episodes, we've been bringing up this idea of the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and how the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. And that in and of itself is very contradictory to what we see statistically in the world. So the world mm-hmm. shows us Americans are working hard, they're overworking themselves. They're diminishing their identities. They are leaving jobs because they feel unfulfilled, mm-hmm. overworked. And, mm-hmm. and 40% of people actually hate their jobs right yeah. now. Yeah. And so when you look at that st- statistic in comparison with the fact that, oh, guess what? As Christians, we're supposed to be living into a world with righteousness, peace, and joy. Yeah. It doesn't the Holy make sense. Spirit. I mean, come on, that's an inner peace. That's an inner joy. Mm-hmm. That's an inner sense of righteousness that comes by way of relationship with God. Yes. And so that's why are we talk- stressed out? Exactly. So in last week's episode, we said that a lot of us are in that place because instead of treating Christ as king, we've been treating cash as king. Right. And so we've, so many of us have been in this place of doing and um, moving our lives, making decisions about where we live, what we buy and, um, you know, the practical investments because we were serving cash instead of Jesus. Instead of Jesus, exactly. the liberation comes from having a relationship with Jesus, living into what he has to say. But for a lot of our listeners, I don't think a lot of us know how to get there. How do we get a vision from God? How do we, how do we see what God sees? And I Mm. I pray that all the time, Jelaine, like this is a norm of my prayer life. I say to God, I'm like, God, I want to see the world the way you see the world. I want to see people the way you see people. God, I want to, I want to feel what you feel. I want to move how you want me to move. Because what I'm essentially saying is I'm trying to set myself up for the will of the father. Right, right. I'm saying God, not my will, but your, your will, will be, be done. done. Just like Jesus did. That's right. That's because right. we have to figure out how to serve the will of the Father. So that's a very interesting perspective as I have, um, uh, I'm reflecting right now as you're speaking on my own journey, but as I've come out of a situation where I really must confess and be honest with the uh, with our listeners and say, 
you know, there was a time in my life where my success in the workplace, bringing the money, power, recognition that I got uh, was uh, so important to me that mm-hmm. I I did hesitate to say yes to God and follow him uh, out of that um, that role in order to be able to do what I'm doing even today. You know, so I understand that. Um, and in that process of, of making that fearful step uh, forward, um, I had to deal with the fact that my vision mm-hmm. was really cloudy in terms of who I was and what it was God was calling me to. Yeah. So when you say, Kyla, you know, you, you, you pray, God, you know, show me uh, what it is that you want me to do. I want to have a like-mindedness. I want to have alignment with, with uh, my understanding uh, in that regard. For me, I found that the beginning of that clarity of vision really starts with being clear about my vision of who I am. Mm-hmm. So we talk a lot about, uh, and people people want to, um, you know, have a vision in business. We we talk a lot about vision in terms of what what we want to build as far as a company um, and who we're becoming as far as as a um, a leader, et cetera, of a business, but. Until you really get clarity on your vision of of who you are, it's really difficult to authentically uh, uh, serve other people as you serve God. Yep. We've got to start with that. We talked about last week, that understanding of our identity, that it's not connected to the stuff we have. It's not connected to things. It's connected to who we are. And then when we get a clear understanding of that, that, that fullness of our identity births vision. Exactly. It's where, it, where, it's where we begin to see what God sees yeah. in us. He put it in us to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, the Ephesians 2 and 10 says that we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works. He planned in advance for us to walk in those works. So he has a plan and a purpose for how we're going to serve other people. But it begins with us understanding that we are his workmanship. In other words, Amen. there is a vision that is inherent in our very being. Yes. In my book, Purpose, Passion, Prophets, I talk about it as the intrinsic purpose for our life. It is why we are. And so it's how do, how do we help our listeners to connect to that understanding of vision so that they can be positioned to get a full revelation of what it is that God has planned and purpose for them to walk in? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you asked that because um, for me in uh, for some of our listeners, I don't know if you know this, I have a background, actually, I have, I'm, I'm getting a master's in divinity. So mm-hmm. I I have a theological, the theological background. Training. Yes, I do. Yes. Um, so bring the word to us, Kyla. What's yes, this? I am. <laughs> so what theologians would say is like our mission, our mission of God is rooted in God's mission. So it's called the Missio Dei. The Missio Dei is God's mission. Mm. And I love what Jesus does because obviously Jesus, if we're Christians, which is to be a little Christ, that means we're followers of Christ. We embody Christ. And so we model our lives off of who Jesus is and what he did. So when we look at Jesus, Jesus is 
a perfect picture of what it means for us to catch a vision for ourselves because Jesus is holy who he is because he's holy, a representation of the father. Right. So we likewise need to catch a vision of what it means to be holy with the father. That's what it means to be human. If you even speak about our anthropology, what it really means to be human, it's, it's in that idea that we cannot be who we are apart from who God is. So that's why I say, not my will, but your will be done. Yes. So it's it's asking, okay, God, what is your will? What is what is your purpose for the world? And that's where I go back to Second Corinthians five mm. that says Christ has reconciled the world and has given us that ministry of reconciliation. We have been invited into participating into the will of the Father. And yeah. so um can I, I just say something, yeah, Kyla? It reminds me of the Garden of Eden. Mm, tell me more. I can't help but think about that because when God created man and woman and put us in the garden as humanity, that was a perfect place of unity yes. with God. There, there was no need for reconciliation at that That's point right. because we were already, our very identity, our very being was already a part of that relationship with God. It wasn't broken. Yes. And so when, when we have this now situation where we are born in sin and we are shaped in iniquity, we come into this fallen world. Now we are given the task of reconciliation. It's Mm -hmm. like bringing back to its original intent what God had in mind all Mm -hmm. along. Which is friendship with him. And we forget that. Yes, it's unity with the father. And, And so, and that's an individual thing that gives birth to an impact that affects others. Yes, exactly. It's, it's, it's not individual in the sense of it's selfish and it's only for us as people, but it's 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 individualistic in the sense that our identity starts back with an understanding that we are whole with God. Mm-hmm. And then out of that wholeness, mm-hmm. we have an ability to impact on the world we live in, that's whether right. it's the earth we tend uh, the relationships we have with the people that we love or we do life with there's there's a sense of of bringing that wholeness mm-hmm. into the to the very environment that's right that we find ourselves i in. um when you're spot on when i when i try to articulate this to people i often use the metaphor of a puzzle mm-hmm. so imagine every all of you listeners out there imagine you're a puzzle piece that is face down so we can't see your image mm. that's that's kind of like what so many of us feel like we enter into the world to we feel lost we don't know who we are we mm. don't know what our identity is but this is where the holy spirit comes in and we'll yeah. we'll come back to this idea of the holy spirit here cuz uh, the holy spirit is the key to getting a purpose and a vision for your life say it again um, the, the holy I, spirit oh. is a key and a purpose to getting a vision in our life that's right that's parked there i'm sorry to, no, to, to go, derail do but it. we got to park there and yes. the reason why is because i feel like there are often times when people are always looking outside of themselves hello in order to get an answer as to who they are mm mm-hmm. mhm and the Holy Spirit lives in us. That's right. It's an inner witness, people. And so what Kyla is saying is that that inner witness of the Spirit of Christ that lives and dwells inside of us is the key to us getting the revelation That's right. of the purpose and the plan that God has for us, which means, okay, get, bring it down to some brass tacks, practical things. We must pray. Mm-hmm. 
because prayer is a means of communicating spirit to spirit, deep calling into deep. And so when we are looking for an understanding of our purpose and a vision for who we are, we have to get quiet. That's right. And we have to give ourselves time to talk to God and the Holy Spirit will speak to us and begin to open up for us a beautiful picture of who we are. And that puzzle piece that you might see now based down where you can't see the colors, you don't understand the shape and how it fits into the rest of the world will all of a sudden turn over and you'll see yourself in a way that fits into the puzzle pieces that are around you. And you'll know that perfect picture that God has for your life. Amen. Well, that's Mm. exactly where I was going, Julie. So I I think, and that's the thing, when we look at our lives as, as this puzzle, I think the reason why it's a perfect picture is because it's true. Sometimes, you know, the Holy Spirit is the one who can flip us over. Mm-hmm. The one who can Girl, reveal our that. identity. Oh, we can't Lord. find it in and of ourselves. And you know right. what's the worst part? Yes. Is I've seen way too many people paint over the image that God uh, has made of them. Yeah. Because you know what? Because sometimes it feels lonely. Sometimes, you know, when you're a puzzle piece, you can't figure out the other pieces next to you yet. And it's and so vulnerable. You feel, it is. It's very vulnerable. We but, don't like that place. But we can't, we can't, um, if we're called to be who we're called to be, yeah. we, we can't afford to paint over ourselves mm-hmm. and try to, to make ourselves be something that we're not. And so I don't know who that resonates to yeah. out there, but I just want to affirm you right now. Yes. Be who God yeah. has called you to be. But yes. I'll also say this, because when you're doing a puzzle, mm-hmm. sometimes the best way to figure out what your giftings mm-hmm. and your talents are and also your weaknesses are, yes. just like a puzzle piece, right? It has arms and it has gaps, right? right? On right. a puzzle piece yes. is by linking with one another. So yes. as much as getting a vision is tapping into the Holy Spirit, it's a very much a communal process. Yes. Because if you're trying to figure out a vision by yourself, you're going to be isolated and you're not going to be part of that picture. You're choosing to negate being a part of the masterpiece that God is planning. But God has called us to link arms with one another. You cannot get a vision in isolation. We have to do it in community. You have to do it in community. I love that you saying this because when I was talking earlier about the inner witness of the Holy Spirit, you, I can't tell you how many times I have been in prayer and I have heard God's voice speak to me and give me a little bit more insight as to who I am and to what it is he's calling me to. And then I would go to church on Sunday morning and sit in the sermon and hear the pastor speak. And it would be like, he's talking directly to me, Mm -hmm. confirming for me Mm -hmm. what it was that I heard in my um, quiet time in my prayer closet. That is the power of community. You can get a inspiration from the Holy Spirit during your prayer time, during your Bible study time, when it's just you and God. And then he is so powerful to confirm that word. So you won't have any double minded thinking and affecting uh, what you're responses, pulling up that seed that was sown. He will confirm it. How does he confirm it? 
it normally it'll happen in a community situation where there it is a uh, another believer or somebody that you trust who will say something to you and you'll just be like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. I God just said that to me. Or you'll go to church on Sunday and you'll hear a sermon or you'll, you'll listen to another podcast or you'll listen to a sermon on TV. There's so many different ways that God can use uh, technology and to speak to us nowadays, but it'll be a witness It won't be a new word. It won't be like, oh, I never heard that before. It'll be a confirmation Mm -hmm. of something that God had spoken to you Mm -hmm. in the quiet times that you spent with him. Mm -hmm. It's true. Community matters. It does. It matters so much. And, you know, I would also connect it to this. When you get a vision and it's done also in community, there's a wisdom that mm-hmm. attaches itself to this vision. Right. Um, and we can unpack this later in another episode, but I, I think about the story in Acts 10 and 11. And mm-hmm. what ends up happening is uh, a guy gets a vision. Cornelius okay. gets a vision. Yes. And and there's you know a voice that says, oh, you know, someone else is going to get another part of the vision. And pretty much Peter does. Yes. Peter gets a vision. Yes. And... He's like, well, God, this thing that you showed me doesn't make sense. And so Peter is trying to make sense of this vision on his own. Yes. But it's amazing because the Holy Spirit literally tells them to connect together. And until they connect together, it does not make sense. And in that comes power. And you oh know what? God. I'm about to challenge some of our listeners. Oh my God. I, I know it's so I know good. our listeners can't see us though, but I want to do the happy yeah. dance because that is just so, so true. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, wisdom, that's where wisdom comes into play. You can have a vision all you want, but when you connect with other people, a wisdom and a discernment and an unpacking and an old unfolding starts to happen because God is revealed not only in and of himself, but in community. Just like we said, we get a bigger picture of who God is by in community. But I, I'm, this is where I'm saying I'm going to challenge our listeners. Okay. Okay. Lay it on them. We cannot pick and choose who we want to listen to. Oh, are you saying to me, Kyla, that our wisdom connection might come in a package that has a different gender, a different race? (laughs) uh, Yes, I am. Even a different like ethnic background, culturally, economic. Mm -hmm. Ooh, okay. Now that broke. Uh, some uh, yes, some some strongholds, some some paradigms some right there. Yeah, because so often we think, oh, you have to look like me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to know Jesus the way I know Jesus. Mm-hmm. You have to come from my neighborhood. Yeah, you know, you have to even. I'm gonna even take it to this place. You even have to have the same sexual orientation that yep. I have. Yep, same okay, because God will use anybody. Yes, he, he will. He loves people. Yes. his creation, and he will use anything Ooh. to communicate who he is. Now, what you gonna do? Yeah, well, exactly <laughs> that. So. I'm, I mean, shoot, I'm going to just throw it out there. I don't, I might get some emails, but I'm just going to say it because I felt like God's like, okay. speak the truth. And I say it in truth and grace because this real. is, this is liberation for some of yes, you people. Yes, yes, yes. I think some of our practical business boards, yes. our executive teams yes. are all full of the stinking same people. We sit around tables Ooh. of the same economic place. And you know what? When was the last time I saw a business that actually had 
people on the ground level of their business actually sitting in their boards. They're the people who are doing the work and have an understanding of the reality, the needs of the okay. people more than some of you bosses. See, now we're talking about equity, Shoot. diversity, mm-hmm. and inclusion. Yep. All of the above. You guys, I right? can't help okay. it. It's oh part of who God. I am. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, goodness gracious. Okay, well, you know what? We got to bring this to a close, Miss Kyla. It's time to wrap it up for this week, but I am mm-hmm. excited about what is being revealed even through our conversation. I hope our listeners are being inspired and even challenged to think about their own strongholds and their own assumptions about who their wisdom partners are. Mm-hmm. Kyla's making a great point, folks. Don't miss it. She's saying that you get a piece of the vision And it could be that God gives the rest of the vision to somebody else, just like Cornelius and Peter. Mm -hmm. And um, until they came together, the fullness of the the revelation didn't make sense. It wasn't there. Yeah. And I just have to say this because this is the irony of actually what I just said that might have challenged some people. Mm -hmm. The irony is in that act story with Cornelius and Peter is the vision that Peter gets is, is of, of sheep. And he's like, God, but this is dirty. This is not clean. And, and literally, no, it wasn't. And and what's ironic is God was like, his vision actually said, Oh, don't call something unclean that I've called clean. He's basically saying that do not discredit the Gentiles because now I'll put an image in them and you're going to need them in order to make sense of what I'm doing. So if you want a bigger vision, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to challenge our leaders and our listeners out there. Let your table be like that of Jesus. Yes. It was diverse. It, w- yes. it was with sinners and mm. prostitutes. Mm-hmm. It was with the marginalized. Yes. It was with the wealthy. It was with the, the Pharisees and Sadducees, the right. lawyers. Yeah. So it was diverse. You, yeah. If you want wisdom, if you want understanding, if you want a vision of what God is doing, Open up your eyes to see people. Look at people. All it takes is looking at people and you'll get a heart of God for those people. I love it. I love you, Miss Kyla. Thank you for bringing this wisdom to our podcast today. Listen, folks, I know it could be a challenge, but it's grounded in truth. Mm -hmm. The word of God. God is speaking. So we are going to close this down. Kyla, thank you so much for being with me on Mm -hmm. this journey. I so enjoy doing this podcast with you. I can't wait till our next time. (laughs) Folks, listen, you've got work to do. It's getting late. The hour is drawing near and the world needs us. That's right. We need to stand up and we need to be leaders and we need to bring the kingdom of God into the workplace. So go out into that marketplace. Do what God has called you to do. Make more, save more, give more more than you ever thought you would ever do, but do it to the glory of God, which means bring the kingdom of God with you when you come to work. Until next week, we'll talk to you then. Have a good one, everyone. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.